Welcome to The Floss. My name is Gabe Gary, and this is part two of Brian Sternick's feature episode. In part one, we talked a little bit about gratitude. Brian gives uh, tours all around Cleveland. We talked about some of the drunk people he encounters on those tours. Uh, during halftime, we talked about you know Starbucks, abortion, black police officers, the onion, white supremacists, you know, all the staples here at The Floss. <laughs> Hey, if there's one thing we do at the Floss, it's talk about black police officers. Okay, don't forget that. <laughs> All right, Brian, we're gonna just get we're we're uh, we got to get Brian out of here because he's going to run a show at Judd's Tuesday nights at ten at Judd's ta- uh, Tavern in what's this, Qdell or is it Lakewood? Qdell. What's a Qdell? Cuddle. What city in Ohio? Oh, just Cleveland. Oh, it's Cleveland. Like okay. in between like Lakewood and Gordon Square. Yeah, the thing is called Qdell. Is that called Qdell? Yeah. Yeah. Like by the laundry mat. Yeah, it's called Qdell. That's the area. You're what? In. Great yep. cop bar. They have. They. I'm gonna plug Judd's here for a I second. I didn't know that area was called Qdell. They got shot and a beer. They have like five specialty cocktails. It's a. It's a shot of liquor and a beer for five bucks. That I get the blue balls. It's a blue moon and a fireball. All right, Brian. I'm gonna ask you a question, and that question is, what's a bad habit of yours? Uh, a bad habit, uh, which affects me uh, some days, is. Uh, uh, some t- when I don't play video games too much, but when I do, I usually stay up till like 8 a.m. in the morning, 9 a.m., and I'll play video games. I'll play video games for one day. Two days, two days tops, but one day I'll just be like, ah, I can't do it. I got shit to do tomorrow. I pick the one day where I have nothing to do, and I spend it on NBA 2K, my team, buying players, like cards, and I play video games, and it gets me into trouble. Every time it gets I, I woke up at, uh, I did it last night. And I woke up at like 4.30 p.m. I woke up at 4.30 p.m. And I was not at my girlfriend's place. And I promoted a couple shows and I called my girlfriend and she was like, oh, yeah, she got mad. She was real mad because I didn't tell her when I woke up. I didn't tell her. I didn't ask her how her day was going. Didn't talk to her because I was sleeping all fucking night, all morning, all day. It was. It's a bad habit. But I love it. And I don't think I'm going to stop. Also, I smoke cigarettes, but I think playing 2K is worse than smoking or vaping. Well, sitting is the new smoking. So unless you're standing up <laughs> while you play. <laughs> no, I got to like be on a workout bike or something. That's actually genius. To play video games while you bike? Yeah. Uh, well, who's your best player on your my team? Who's your best card? Uh, I have uh, 99 overall. R- Dark Matter, Richard Jefferson. That just sounds fake. And no, I swear to God, he plays like Michael Jordan. He's got Why, 99. What is a Dark Matter card? Is that like one so, game? Like, is that his Christmas Day game 2017? So, so uh, no. Well, kind of. So, it's the Dark Matter card. It's like him and then like the Nets jersey from like 2000, like 2006 or 2007 yeah. or something. I forgot the years, but. Uh, but they have like different cards. They have like a LeBron, like pink diamond, which is like they go from certain overalls, right? Mm-hmm. They start at like gold. Uh, sapphire, emerald, mm-hmm. and the cards like you'll have like a LeBron gold and LeBron emerald, but they'll be different overalls because the cards get better as like mm-hmm. they evolve. They don't really evolve. You like, but you can't like an evolve a gold into like a dark matter. Dark matter is just the best card. Okay. It's like a ninety nine. Over- so why nine- is Richard any dark? You could have a dark any matter dark Kwame ma- Brown. They're ninety nine overall. Okay, and the stats like so, the stats are all different. Like maybe like a different like like. Speed rate or something. Well, yeah, one person dunking is insane in their defense shit. Yeah, like yeah, but usually all of them are pretty high um, at a 99. There are some bad 99 overalls, but it's still better than a 73 overall gold. 
You know, that some infinities sense. are bigger than other infinities. Uh huh. Yeah, and I fucking nerd this shit out. Like people spend hard their hard earned money on it. Not me. Oh yeah. I grind. I spend one day where I play for like eighteen hours and I get a bunch of like their their virtual currency, which yeah. is MT. And I'll I'll go to the auction yeah, the, house. The they auction coin. off players for a certain amount, like good players, and I'll fucking I'll be now, sniping. Are, so this when I grew up playing video games, we hadn't we had nothing to do because we were children, so we, we played all the time. High on the leaderboards, wrecking oh, yeah. kids, Call really, of Duty, really good at shit. And so like when the the people that we thought were like forty, but were actually just like our age, just like you know have a job and can't play all the time, they would get on and we would fucking we would just wreck them. Yeah. So are you good? Uh, I it depends. Uh, my like online, I don't really play online too much. I do it for my mental. I don't really like playing video games with people anymore. If it's my yeah. time, I want to spend my yeah. time, my own, my one day. I want to spend it alone. I will play online a couple times, and I'll get on the microphone. And I realize that I'm getting older, so I'll play against twenty year olds or like eighteen yeah, year olds, yeah. sometimes fifteen year olds, and, and they're in their college and, and, dorms and with I'm all their friends. Them, yeah. If I'm beating them, they will talk shit. They will say fucked up shit to me. I got in a really like this happened a couple months ago. Uh, I was playing, and it was like four a.m. And there's this thing, a lot of, uh, like, online players, they get offended when, like, they got the ball and when you don't personally defend them. Cause, like, you oh, can see dude, when you're that's defending. a faux pas. Yeah, they get, that's well, a faux people pas. get mad at that. Do you do that? Oh, I, I, I usually, I try not to defend their ex, their live player. Dude! Fuck that. It's you're my, a pussy. Oh, I'm a pussy? I bought the game. I can play the game <laughs> how I want to play it. I, I, you didn't buy the game for me, yeah. so I'm going to play it how I want to. There's no that is like that is, that is, like, such the perfect argument, but, like, you're still a pussy. No, well, I will guard them, certainly, but I'll learn. Sometimes if I can't yeah. guard James Harden, why the fuck am I going to guard? That's so I'll so be winning good. games, yeah. mm-hmm. and then someone will be like, yeah, you fucking loser. And I'll be like, look, I said that to the one dude. He goes, yeah, you're not fucking guarding me, you bitch ass. And I was like, I, just, I was like, fine, I'm going to get on the mic and I'm going to be respectful. Hey, man, what's up? Yeah, this is a good game. And he goes, man, fuck you. And I was like, why are you, why are you cursing like that, man? It's just a video game. He's like, no, fuck you, you dumbass. And he's saying fucked up shit. I'm like, okay, man, go fuck yourself. And I was like, I'm whooping your ass right now and I barely play this fucking game. Yeah, that's, And I scored him. I'm like, yeah, shit. bitch, I just fucking scored on you. And he's like, hey, man, you're being an asshole. I was like, you're a fucking asshole. You got on the mic call me a pussy, telling me how I should play this game that I bought with my hard-earned money. <laughs> I get stressed a lot. This is my relief. And you're mm-hmm. getting the demons out of me, kid. Yeah. And then the kid's like, I'm going to fuck your mom. And I was like, I'm fucking your mom. And the kid's like, my mom's dead. And I was like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna go to the morgue, baby. I'm, <laughs> and the kid's like, what? And I was like, yeah, fuck you, man. And I'm just like, and then I got off. I was like, man, I totally owned him. And like 20 minutes later, I was like, man, I was right. I defended myself. But now I feel bad about myself. <laughs> Some 18-year-old kid got the best of me. I Dude, still won, but I shit-talked He's not going to remember that. You know, the only – one of the only – so I remember a lot from my Call of Duty days. But one – maybe a handful of people I remember. Strangers that I never played with again or never talked to again. But I remember, like, one game with them. You know what I'm talking about? You yeah. remember one game with these people. Um. One of them was just this dude. The entire time he was, he was, he had to, he might have been lying. I don't know. But he was, we were maybe 15 or 16. This guy had to have been in his mid 20s. And the entire game, he was a dude just trying to relieve his stress from his life, just the, like me. But we were on this, the entire game. He was just like, he bet he thought he was cool talking to these teenagers. Like, yeah, my, he was like, that's weird. He's like, he's like, uh, like the entire game, he's like, yeah, dude, my girl's been sucking my dick. This is. <laughs> 
the Call of Duty you said? Yeah. That's Call of Duty, baby. Yeah, he's like, oh, my girl, she, she made me a sandwich. She put it right in front of me. She's blowing me as I speak right How jealous now. were you when he's, like, saying this shit? I was, well, I'd never been blown like, at that point. This dude's so fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what the, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny. You remember you remember having like a problem it was probably a long conversation with this man. Oh, we played a few we were in the same lobby for maybe an hour or two. That's yeah. honestly if you want to go to therapy. If you question going to therapy, go to a just don't even play the game. Just like go in Call of Duty lobbies, keep getting murdered and see how people treat you. Oh, we were good though. So like when so like me and my friend we were, we were like we we played together and like we were good. So like when we were on a team with somebody and when you're everything's when you're winning everything's good. Video yep. games are no different from sports. When you're winning everything is you good. You get a high. Yeah. Nobody but as that soon, KD ratio that Yeah. Everything's good when you're winning. As soon as one person gives up a flag or doesn't defuse a bomb, oh. you're a pussy, you fucking suck, you loser. Why didn't you You ever play League of Legends? No. Good. I don't play Call of Duty anymore for that reason. My mental health, I was like, I'm getting too old for Call of Duty. Dude, League of Legends is even more toxic than any console online shooter you could ever play. Like, Lee, like, like, is it because, free? Oh, it's, it's the most popular game on the planet. Okay. I'm fairly certain it's still the most popular game on the planet. It is free. The I think the competitive prize pools and the professional teams, they make more money than any other game. Stuff like that. I played it probably for like five years, like non. Like I would miss basketball games to play League of Legends. Like I would have like an eleven o'clock basketball game, and I'd wake and I'd start a game at like ten, ten o'clock. And the rules like the games last an hour, so you got to give yourself. They last forty minutes. You'd be late to basketball games playing playing League of Legends, and so. But it's so toxic because you can talk to the other team. During the game, so everyone's monsters. So as soon as one person fucks up, somebody on your team gets in the chat and starts talking shit about their own team to the other. Oh, and then they all zone in on that guy. I'm assuming it's like they don't. They don't have to, dude. Because imagine the shit that somebody's saying to the other team. Imagine the shit that they're saying. Internally, that the other team can't see. This game sounds like uh, the show Thirteen Reasons Why, dude. It, it oh, people have people have literally committed suicide. Like people have been investigated for suicides related to League of Legends. No shit, one hundred percent. That's like way worse than Call of Duty because Call of Duty was bad. But I do think we grew up in a time where we were more okay with hearing fucked up shit. I would hear so when I was like fourteen, I'd hear people say fucked up shit on call of duty like people like like if you're if you're any if you're different than a white person you or like straight you are getting some fucking kid saying the worst things to you and then it's getting backed up by laughter man this kid's rolling right now he all won and i'm just like holy shit this is fucking toxic yeah well i also think uh we we kind of had thicker skin with it though because we had it so much it was we, like the 90s but online that's but what i feel also like, like i feel like call of duty is such an individualistic game that when somebody when somebody kills you you have nobody to blame but yourself you do get mad like you watch the kill cam and you're like oh that's fucking bullshit lag this dude sucks that's yeah. so dumb he's camping you throw some homophobic slurs out there <laughs> You say that stuff because you got killed because the other person 
jumped around the corner and shot you with their gun, and the damage was messed up. And you're 14 questioning your sexuality. Sure, sure, 100%. <laughs> Things might have been said that we regret. Yeah, you're dropping bombs, but you're looking up some weird porn later. I don't play Call of Duty anymore. No, I can't play it. I actually never swore or said anything bad during Call of Duty. Were you the polite kid on Call of Duty? Hey, I, everyone, let's treat everyone equally with respect. I was never that. I like to have a good time, but I would never engage with the bullshit, mainly because my parents were home and they wouldn't have tolerated it. But, like, so my brother and I played next to each other. He played Xbox, and I played PlayStation. And I'd go upstairs, and you could hear him from the basement. So you knew what to say. Like, you, you weren't going to say, even if you had the opportunity to say fucked up shit, you, oh, just really, like, you trained yourself not to, which is a good thing. Yeah, just like, fuck bitch shit. But, like, one time we had, like, when, when we had a snow day, and we got to stay home and play Call of Duty all day, and my parents were out of the house, I was fucking swearing. And she's like, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I you're loose. on the mic, like, my mom's not here. You suck dick. Yeah. And, that, and then, <laughs> just and then everybody playing knew that you had a snow day. Yeah, because they'd be like, oh, these kids that haven't hit puberty at are very 11 a.m. in the Are afternoon. very confident. Yeah. On a Tuesday. But now thinking back on it, okay, asshole, you're not at work. No. <laughs> <laughs> you thought they were so cool. No, they're a, they're just a loser. They're growing yeah. up about it. You're calling us out for, oh, you little munchkins aren't at school. Yeah, dude, go get a job. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it's 11 like, o'clock I am 34. Yeah. Dude, I loved my favorite thing about playing, uh, uh, t- my favorite thing about playing 2K is, like, I pretty much play with black people online when I do play. And, like, there's, like, my player. How so do you it's, know? like, five on five. Just by, like, the, 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 the their, like, characters. I'm a little short, like, six Oh, foot the two. basketball players are black. Yeah. Yeah. They're mainly black people. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. There are probably some white, white kids that are like, I want to be a black man with a bunch of tattoos. Yeah. It's like, yeah, live your fantasy in this video game. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty much playing with black people. And I remember I was playing with this one dude, and he was really good. And I was like, I was trying to talk to him because we're on the same team. I was like, yo, what's up? Like, like K, K-Dog 42 or something. What's up, man? Uh, dude, you're really good. And they're like, hey, we're winning. Like, we're, we're, we're a good team. And he's like, yeah, man. Uh, he's like, yeah, this is fun. I really don't give a shit, though. Uh, I'm at work. I'm like, oh, what do you do? And he goes, oh, you know that guy on Bridges that, uh, like, lives Bridges up? He was, like, in, like, Chicago or one of these cities. Like, like we, we have it in Cleveland. Oh, the drawbridge. Yeah. He, he was in a drawbridge at the, in the middle he's part. He's the drawbridge operator? Playing NBA 2K. In between boats. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, dude, that is fucking awesome. He goes, yeah, it's a fucking dope job. Get one of these jobs where they have a, if they have a power plug, bring your own little TV in, bring a PlayStation. You can play 2K You can just play 2K. long. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit. And this guy, I, I remember, I'm still friends with him. Uh-huh. On like PlayStation, K-Dog every now and then I'll play. Man. He's not really. He's on the same time as me sometimes because sometimes he's on at night. Well, I mean, you know, bo- like, you know about boats are. Yeah, boats and hose. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, but, crazy. Yeah, but it's cool. I'm talking a lot. The five hour energy I drank before this. Why? Because I was tired. Slept all day. Why don't you? Drink, oh yeah, you did wake up. But do you drink coffee? Uh, I mean, if I if it's in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I have the whole day ahead of me. I'm like, yeah, I'll get a coffee. But if I'm like in a rush, I'll just like drink a little sip of like a five hour energy. All right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you four video games, and then we're gonna get you out of here. Okay, you got to go. Okay, it's oh, it's nine thirty five. We need to name you four video, four video games, and I want you to rank them from best best to worst uh, games to play if you're gonna play until five a.m. Can I rank them worst to best? Whichever one the best you want. Yeah, best best one for best one for last. If you're gonna stay up playing video games till five a.m. Okay. Minecraft. Zelda. 
Call of Duty, or Tetris? Okay. I'm the fourth. The worst one is Minecraft. I've never had interest in that. Really? Never had interest in Minecraft. Dude, 3 a.m. rolls around. Killer. The music. I've never had interest in Minecraft. Mm -hmm. What were the other three? It was uh, Zelda. Any Zelda. You know, just like a. Call of Duty and Tetris. Yeah, I'm actually probably going with the order from that. I I, I like playing N64, but I I'm not gonna play all night. I can play Zelda for nostalgia. Once the nostalgia kind of burns off, yeah, I'm then just going through all the nostalgia games. In yeah, like a quick amount of time. Then you're like, just going through the motions. Super, yeah, yeah, I'm just like trying to. Pl- I'm just cram everything into the nostalgia moment. Yeah, I'm not completing all the games. Uh, I would probably go Call of Duty second because I mean, if you have thick skin. Uh, and you are, are you just like, like just realize that it doesn't matter. It's a video game with a bunch of kids mm-hmm. being assholes. If you just listen in, uh, it will be, you're either going to get really offended or you're going to be very entertained on how the other half lives. Um, so I think, but I think number one is Tetris because you play that's, Tetris till that is a smart game. I feel like that's a game to where it gets your brain moving. It really gets your brain moving. Yeah, well, did you ever hear, like, they did It's a, like reading a book. They did a study, like, they got a bunch of people just to play Tetris nonstop, hours at a time. And then, like, they start seeing Tetris in everyday objects. Yeah. And you're just figuring out how to win in life. It is one, it's a, it is one of the all-time greatest games. Um, I, do like, I do like Tetris. It's one of those games where when I play it, I'm playing it for the amount of fun, but also I feel, I'm like, okay, I am doing something beneficial for my mind right now. I don't think it's that. It's like, well, it's one of those games that's not really that it's much. It's a puzzle fun. for sure. It's a puzzle. I still get stressed about it. It is a puzzle, but I think it benefits my brain more than a Call of Duty or a my. It's it's like when people like like, oh, I read books. I'm so smart. It's like, what books do you read? Oh, I read nonfiction <laughs> yeah, yeah. books. I read books about. It's like a movie, but it's in a book. It makes me smart. I'm like, if you're gonna read a fucking book, like read a read a. I, I like reading intellectual books. Like I I, I, I just bought. A, I read a, mostly nonfiction. I just bought a book written by Martin Luther King Jr. I bought it on Amazon. Uh, I didn't get it yet. I was just like, oh, because I, I was looking up Martin Luther King randomly, and I was like, oh, I didn't know. Like, I knew he was a preacher, and I knew obviously he's a civil rights leader. Uh, but I was like, I've never read one of his books. There you go. I want to buy a book. Like, I'm gonna read that. Like the the powers of secret powers of middle children. Boom. Like a therapy book. Boom. There you Fuck go. Yeah. I'm not gonna read a fucking a Lord of the Rings book when no. I can just watch the movie. I do want to watch. I do want to read. It doesn't make you smarter. Yeah, the movies are so. It doesn't make you smarter reading an educational or like a like a like a like a like a like a science fiction book. Some people don't read to get smarter, but also I'll counter you on that. Like enjoying an excellent story might not make you smarter in the amount of knowledge you have, but it can give you perspective. Totally. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not saying that. I'm not hating on people that read science fiction books or like entertainment books. Fiction in general. I am shitting on people that think they're smarter that they because they read books rather than watching movies when they're just reading movies and books. Sure. That's the type, I don't like those type of people. That yeah. it's fine you live your life, you do it. Don't rub off me on your bullshit that you're you're more intellectual and you know more about right. life than me because you read holes and you didn't like the movie cuz Shia LaBeouf wasn't fat in the movie. Right. Like don't like, the book might have more detail, but if the movie's well made, it's it's it might it'll convey the same message, the same feelings about the world. And that's I feel like that's the point of reading a fiction book in general. Yeah. What is the author trying to say? But back to your point about buying like, you know, nonfiction books. It's like even like I'll I'll like when I'm reading like a book on like screenwriting and they mention another book that they like. You get intrigued by it. I buy I just buy that book. Because even if it's not something new, that person knows something that I don't. 
at the very, even after you read the book, they still know more than you know. At the very least, they're a person who's written a book, and I'm somebody who hasn't written a book. So who am I to say that that person's book isn't worth reading? Yeah, exactly. They wrote and published a fucking book. And you know how hard that is? And I don't read books too much, but when I do, I will read, like, I'll find a day. Like, kind of like a video thing, game yeah. day where I'll read the whole thing. Or I'll, I used to, a couple years ago, before the pandemic, uh, that Secret Powers of Middle Children. I read a book about that, and I read a biography of uh, Wayne Gretzky. Nice. Um, and I remember I went to a park, and I sat there, and I, I felt like an old woman. Like, I brought, like, chips and a, and a ham sandwich and an English muffin. And I sat on the bench and I just read this fucking Wayne Gretzky book. And I was like, oh, this is kind of, I'm not feeling, I just read a chapter, yeah. like an eight page, nine page chapter. I'm going to take a break from this book. Oh, I got my secret powers of middle children. Football. I'm going to read this. I'm going to learn about Abraham Lincoln. Dude, he got, was a middle child. I got three books going right now. What are your books? I got, uh, it's a book called Bird by Bird by Anne Lamont. And it's just writing tips. Like if you're writing anything, it's a it's about writing fiction. It's about writing like fiction novels, but it's about just writing tips in general, mindset, purpose, stuff like that. I yeah. got that one going. That one's in my house. Uh, I got the Onion Guys book, How to Write Funny. That one stays at Alexa's house. So if I want to read something there, it's smart. And then next to my bed, I got a book called like The Grip of Film, where like it's just like little sections. It's just about like movies. So like one section yeah. will be like, you know, like. It's very tongue in cheek. It's very humorous. It's very sarcastic. It's it's uh, it's co opted by Richard Aote, who's in the IT crowd. If you're familiar, mm-hmm. I love Richard Aote. He is he is actually. I, I don't want to change topics. Yeah. I love Richard Aote. Yeah, he's awesome. So the book is written by a film professor who's just observed these things about film, and then Richard Aote has his like. So it's like one one it's like one page at a time. So that one's at night. Richard like, Aote's a genius. Yeah, he is. So like, like a comedic genius. Yeah, he's very fucking funny. Did you ever watch the Mighty Boosh? I I I never watched Mighty Boosh. Are you familiar? I Do just, you know what the Mighty Boosh I, is? I know what the Mighty Boosh the is. The greatest fucking comedy troupe ever. I fell for Richard Aote when uh, it was like that that British version of like they had the panel of all their celebrity friends uh-huh. and him and the one guy in the Mighty Boosh, the 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 pale guy with the black like no fielding. Hair. Yeah, no fielding. They like, Richard Aote just says the most nerdiest witty thing because he's the exact opposite of me i'm an extrovert he uh. seems like an introvert that has a lot of extrovert ideas okay uh he's so introverted when he's when he says witty things it's so stuck to him like he had this tray of uh, like Mal- like it was something that he meant only for himself mm-hmm. but he just let so, everybody so he had it. this tray of maltesers and it's What's like malts okay like chocolate malts and i found out in britain like maltesers and there's this thing of it's like a panel, so they like it's like pairs of two, uh-huh. and like they all like have point. It's a point system. It's like a like a like a like kind of like a I love the '80s game show, but it's live, kind of like that. Like they yeah. all have their perspectives, and they, they're entertaining British figures, British stuff. Yeah. And he had this tray of Maltesers, and this one dude, he goes, "You want one?" And then he like hands them out, and the other dude starts playing with them, and he like starts throwing them at Richard. Richard's like, "Would you stop? Would you stop?" And the guy's like fucking with the Maltesers, like being a bully. Yeah. And Richard Iodi's uh, like, you just took my tray of Maltesers. I feel like I'm in lunch and I'm getting bullied. You're just fucking with me. You're like, no, I bought these Maltesers. These Maltesers are for me. You're, you're a grade school bully and I just want my Maltesers. And I am dying watching this on YouTube. And the audience is loving it yeah. because he's just like a, he's like, oh, I don't even want to play this game anymore. <laughs> you took my Maltesers. And I found out what Maltesers were from that. That malt, malts are... Maltesers. Yeah, they're like little like chocolatey malt treats in Britain. 
I love, sorry, I love Richard. He's my man. He's, he's everything I want to be, but I'm too extroverted to you be. You got to watch the boosh. Start with The Nightmare of Milky Joe. It's like season three. Okay. And that is The Floss. <laughs> <laughs> and IT crap. Plug it. Do your plugs. Oh, plugs. Do another plugs. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, so guys, uh, uh, I'm on the Guiltless podcast it's on Apple, Spotify, hell, even Tidal. Uh, do the, the Cleveland Funny Bus. Uh, go to funnybus.com slash uh, Cleveland uh, to get tickets. It's usually a weekend thing, and we do private tours as well. Um, uh, SecretSocietyComedy.com. Um, if you go on Eventbrite, you can look up Secret Society Comedy. Um, you can get tickets, $10 to the door if you don't want to buy tickets to the door. And if we're not sold out, which we usually are, I'd recommend tickets to the door. You can get tickets. Or sorry, you can get tickets on the door if not. Online, $10 online, 15 at the door. Um, and that show is so amazing because it's so late. A lot of times you'll get the comics from the actual clubs. They they do drop-ins after their sets at the clubs. They come to this show and they drop in, which is awesome. We've had some funny. You get to see club headliners for fifteen bucks, ten bucks. Yeah, and there's there's they're stopping and doing new material. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, sometimes we've had a couple comics who have come in that said they had a no, no disc to the clubs because I lo- we all love the clubs. Yep. Like comedians, they're like I love the club, okay. but sometimes I'm like, I felt more comfortable. I had a better set here than I did at the club. Less pressure, but also less pressure, higher reward in an, in an aspect. Yeah. So they're just dropping in. It's like at any show and it's, it's, it's stable. It's good for the comics. It's good for the clubs. It's good for the community. It's good I for was, the community. I was it's just, good for everybody. When Bruton was on, I was like, dude, uh, if the, the observable phenomenon of having, consistently booked consistently selling and consistently running independent shows in cleveland that book mostly local talent the fact that those are consistently selling tickets is just proof of how good all the comics in cleveland are getting and it wasn't like that when i i've been doing it five years when i first started there were pretty much two or three independent shows that were i mean it was like winchester Mm -hmm. like jimmy graham was running running winchester and that was like a weekly like a buy, like a that wasn't even thing. in the back room yet. That was in the front room. Oh, well, no, it started off in the back room, but it was pretty. You'd pretty much seen the same people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd pretty much seen the same people on pretty much every show. Um, we try to get variety. Like we try to give yeah. everyone a chance to go on. You know, we try to reward good behavior, but not even at the level. Not 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 even that. We just try to get funny people that don't really we feel like get a chance mm-hmm. to perform at good paid shows where there's an audience that paid for it and yeah. there's a good audience we try to open that up for people that we feel like deserve it because honestly when you're running an independent show the main reason like for me the main reason why i love running good independent shows time. is that's good stage time that i'm not getting anywhere else yeah. if, if if i if i feel like i deserve a better opportunity and no one else is giving it, it to me yeah. i'm gonna make my own yeah. and we all do that i think we all do that sometimes we also mainly just want to put on a good show yeah but I mean, again, like I recommend to any comic if you're not getting, like you did that, like you're like, oh, I want to do a special, so you made your, your you, you made your own thing, Fuck and me. that's what every if any comic feels like they're not getting an opportunity, make your own see, opportunity. see how the other half lives, make your own opportunity, and learn from people that have already made their opportunities. Nobody is gonna believe you can do it unless you can until you do it. Yeah, until you actually do it. Uh, everybody, I mean, everybody in Cleveland knows and talks about how awesome this show is and how much good you and David do for the community and Jeremy producing all these fucking shows. Uh, 
So thank you for producing all these shows. I'm only doing it because I'm not getting the opportunity. So once I get the opportunity, I'm fucking done. I'm well, just that's kidding. why you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jay. Well, that's why you do it so you can hand it off and and you know. Well, yeah. So that, the, the show thing, can keep going. So it's even a conversation me, Jeremy, and David had, and it's not unfair for me to say this on air. Is that we're like, hey, if one of us like starts doing like not better things because this is really good, but if if, starts, if we start getting really big opportunities where we can't do this anymore, then good. we are gonna get someone to take our place. So we're yeah. starting a foundation of what we think, what we what that's we want, the point. and then we we could put one person in to replace mm-hmm. and then we could still like everyone's learning and everyone's getting better yeah or still. even if we want to take a week off yeah you know what i mean because that's host, the other thing which what we do we do that sometimes because yeah. we like to have a variety even at the sacrifices of our own stage time because that happens which i hate doing but, but i do for it the show. we do it it's good for the show we do it it's necessary for the show so thank you for the shows thank you for coming on it's a really good episode really good two episodes the second one was cut a little short I might put a little bit of our halftime banter in there, just to, just to lengthen it out. We had some good talks. It wasn't as funny as I was like for me. I wasn't being as funny, but I was being more real, and I think that matters. Well, we more. usually like the 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 part one and two are so structured. I like to let loose during pregame. You were halftime. being more funny. I wasn't. Yeah. I I wasn't focusing on being funny. I was just kind of just like well, because we get this to, is how I am we, sometimes. We get to talk shit. The the point of this podcast is technically to offer some semblance of advice or to say, hey, what have you learned from your good and bad habits? What can people take away from this? Which isn't always funny. I try to like ask actual interview questions. Um, you did a good job. Well, thank yeah, you. This, this isn't a comedy podcast. This yeah. is a podcast with funny people on it. Yeah. Okay. Was I funny, Jeremy? Yes. Well, you okay. can't be funny. Unless I trust you, Jeremy. Yeah. He said it. You can't be funny unless you've fucked up or seen some fucked up shit, and you can always learn from that. We're all traumatized. Every single person is traumatized in some capacity. They Dude, might not know trauma, it or not. Trauma is just the word white people made up because they had nothing else to complain about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we all, again, we all do have our different forms of trauma. Like, mm-hmm. like Brett Thomas, for example. Okay, I lived, that's a very specific form. No, of I love Brett. Yeah, because yeah, Brett yeah. is one of my best friends, and yeah. I, we we were roommates. And we like I I've we we've seen each other in our worst and at our best. Yeah, that's, yeah. but Brett, like my trauma is different from Brett's. For sure, Brett, his parents died when he was like twelve years old. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, my biggest trauma. I still have my own trauma that haunts me, but then at the back of my mind, I'm like. I could have lived Brett's trauma, but also it's hard. You shouldn't be doing that as a person. You shouldn't be like comparing no, your traumas to other compare. people. But like realistically, at one at one point you do just to. Re- but then you also you you realize that your trauma is still trauma, and then you also realize, but it could always kind of be worse. And you kind of are grateful for what you have, but also realize what has fucked you up. I can't remember who said it or where I heard it, but there, it said like, uh, if everybody in the world gathered around a big pit. And took all their shit and threw it in the pit and was told, take anything you want out. We still would have killed Harambe. <laughs> You'd just take your own shit right back out. Sorry. Don't worry. I follow through. I finish. No, I'm sorry. I interrupted, <laughs> and I was pissed that the mic wasn't on Jeremy laughing. <laughs> I, I was like, that. damn it, Jeremy. I believe that quote was Martin Luther King. Yeah. Was it? Junior, no. yeah. Oh, no. no, it was senior, actually. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the good one. The good oh, one. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's cut. <laughs>